Hello, hello, everyone. This is Frank Deming, the local business guy. And today I have something a little different, something special. See, I was asked a few weeks ago to be a guest on someone else's podcast. The podcast name is Discussions by Domain. And it's a pretty interesting podcast. And they had uh, a discussion on digital marketing. And I was asked to answer a few questions. I thought it was a pretty cool show. I thought it was a pretty cool interview. So I wanted to share it with you guys. So this is not the regular scheduled program. And we'll be back to that next week. But I did want to share this with you um, and uh, to see what you guys think. Make make some comments uh, on it. If you have any questions about it, you know how to reach us. 888-416-7752. But without further ado, here is the interview. Take care and bye for now. Enjoy the show. You're listening to Discussions by Domain, a podcast for business leaders. Our discussions may be with people you've probably heard of before, but the majority of our guests are in the trenches, professionals like you and I, with the same challenges and struggles of keeping up in the Northeast. They're implementing strategies, overcoming hurdles. They're leading the fastest growing businesses in our region. My name is Anthony DeGraw, Director of Partnerships at Domain Computer Services and the host of this show. When I'm not talking with business leaders, you'll hear stories from behind the scenes of Domain and the ups and downs of our own growth journey as we intend to take over the world. Just kidding. Well, maybe. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of Discussions by Domain. I'm your host, Anthony DeGraw, and today we have the pleasure of welcoming Frank Deming, founder and CEO of Local Business Marketing Solutions. Frank, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Anthony. Good to be here. Awesome. Hey, before we get into it, I always like to ask a, a little opener uh, what it, what did your morning routine look like today here in New Jersey? Is it a, is it a detailed process for you or do you just kind of wing it? No, you know, it's funny you asked that question. I, I do have a routine. I, I, in the, from spring, fall and the summer, I, I tend to like to take a walk, you know, anywhere between, no, 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 anywhere between 15 minutes till 45 minutes, depending on the weather. <laughs> okay, yeah. You're not the uh, first one who likes their walks, man. I, I feel like walking is one of the keys here. Yeah, yeah. It gets the blood jump, jump in and, you know. But I, I, don't, I don't have that motivation in the winter. Notice I said spring, summer, <laughs> yeah. fall. <laughs> Good stuff. So yeah. today we're going to be jumping into uh, the most effective digital marketing strategy for, for local businesses so Frank, why don't you start us on giving you uh, giving our audience a brief background on who you are and what you guys are up to nowadays at Local Business Marketing Solutions? Sure, sure. Uh, you know, my name is Frank Deming. Uh, I own and operate a company by the name of Local Business Marketing Solutions, as you announced. Uh, we've been around a strong thirteen years. Proud to to do that. Um, and we started out as a uh, we're a done-for-you digital marketing agency, but we started out as a done-with-you and or a coaching digital marketing agency. 
And that did not fare very well because we found out quickly that no one really wants to do this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) They don't want to learn about it. I thought they did. I thought, hey, I can geek out and I can get excited about cool, you know, getting traffic. And but not everybody has that same experience. So found that out very quickly. So I shifted slash pivoted as the the buzzword is now uh, back in 2012 and went totally with uh, done for you. So we've been a done for you company ever since. We do uh, all kinds of digital marketing stuff from uh, website design, mobile app development, Google AdWords, uh, SEO, and of course, uh, paper, uh, of course, uh, social media. Awesome. So what do local businesses need to do to stand out and outperform their competitors in the digital marketing game? So uh, right now, <laughs> the, comp- the competition is very, very fierce. So to stand out, you, you need to do out of the box. You got to have an out of the box type of strategy. And I always recommend someone to go back and really hone in on pinning down what their USP is, their unique selling proposition. Because the moment you can pin that down, you can then um, have all your messaging around that USP and you will attract the people that you are, as I like to say, contracted to do business with. Yeah, I really like that. Uh, Our marketing director, Adele Strauss, would love to hear you say that. Uh, Because most (laughs) most companies don't start there, right? You have your unique selling position. You also have your buyer personas. And and she really likes to dig into both of those. Uh, And I think uh, what you're doing, Frank, and having people start there uh, is a really positive first step because it really centers you back to where you need to be focusing and that messaging that then goes into your marketing. So talk to us about how you transition from starting there and then using the data uh, and maybe that coaching session into the marketing that you're deploying for people. Yeah. So once we understand what your USP is, we then start to look for, and then, then we start to try to map your ideal client profile. You know, who is that ideal person? And you'd be shocked, Anthony, but there are times when your USP and your, unique, and, and your ideal client profile do not match. And when that happens, it's, it, you know, we have to kind of, kind of figure it out, but it, it happens. It, and it happens more often than, than I would think, because, you, you know, I'm talking about corporations who've been in business for you know, you know, over 15 years and they don't have that nailed. So we, we walk them through, once we figure that out, then we go through the messaging piece of how, you know, maybe we have to start with their website, if you will, to change the wordings around and make sure it attracts that, that demographic. Um, and, and then, and then move it over to social media. So the messaging is different, their email marketing, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it all, the base, the foundation is all the USP. That's, that's how, we started from, like you said. Yeah. And, and my, my thoughts around that too, is I, I think if you can nail that and work with somebody like yourself, uh, when you go out and start messaging or marketing, uh, in the different areas or channels that you're, you're looking to do that, 
uh, so you're producing content, it can narrow that content into exactly what you should be saying and how you should be saying it. And then it starts to resonate more and more and more with your target audience and that ideal customer profile. And if done really well, it makes the buying process for them easier. They They feel like they've found the right solution, the right company for whatever that problem is that they're trying to solve. That is correct. That is correct. So one of the questions I wanted to ask you about, and and it's kind of the, the sales and marketing world, especially marketing, is going through things change so rapidly now due to technology as they do in other areas as well. But how important is content marketing nowadays? And is it an effective tool for local businesses to utilize? Yeah, so, so content marketing, I'm a huge advocate of it. Uh, and the reason is, I'm a huge stat guy, Anthony. I love stats. And the statistics have shown that the consumer has gotten a lot more intelligent now. They're doing a lot more research before they're making a buying decision now. And I'm not talking about buying milk. I'm talking about buying you know, high-end products. So that being said, you have to make sure that you're consistently pushing out relevant content that, uh, that actually... I, that, that actually pins down your your unique selling proposition as a, as a as a you know as a lawyer as a dentist as a chiropractor whatever you are. Uh, so when when they are ready, they've seen so much content from you out on the interwebs, as I like to call it, that when they're ready, they just, just have to gravitate towards you. So you have to stay top of mind. And now with a lot of automation, it makes it easier for you to do it but you still have to do the, the work upfront. I mean, automation just helps you for the distribution of it, but you still got to do the work upfront to make sure that the messaging is correct, but you have to stay top of mind. And, and content marketing is the way to do it. And there's so many platforms. You can do it through video. If you don't like video, do it through blogs. Blogs, yes, still works. Um, you can do it through social media and you can do it through podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that you touched on this. One of the things we find, and uh, or at least that I see, is that it's it's it becomes really difficult for to get uh, clients to 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 really engage in creating content. You know, some some I think uh, believe in it. Obviously, domain believes in it, uh, and and that's why we've done this, and we've actually done the podcast to help make creating content easier. Uh, right. it's, it's extremely valuable. So how do, you, how do you help people or what do you coach them on to create more content? Um, and, I, and I like one of the points that you added at the end there. You, I, I think part of the answer is you got to do it where you're comfortable. If you don't right. like video, it doesn't mean you have to do video. There's other ways to create content. So maybe yeah. you can walk us through that, how you're, how you're helping these uh, individuals who probably are experts in their own arena create this valuable content that people want to read. Yeah. So a lot of people, the whole industry is now gravitating towards video because video is huge. It's a huge, um, because you, you get to see the person. And so the communication is, is, it's, it's a powerful way, but it's not the only thing. So I like to sit down with my with my customers and find out, you know, what they're comfortable doing. Are they comfortable writing? If not, we'll write for you. That's not a problem. Um, if are they comfortable, um, you know, uh, on social media, just having because maybe you're not into doing a video like a long video about your services or whatever, but you can do stories, you know, little quick 
30 second video clips. Some people are very comfortable doing that. That's a way of doing it. Um, or just writing content on your, on your social media. So we, we try to map out what's best with your personality. Um, and as long as, as long as we did the work right, uh, matching your audience with the USP, it shouldn't be a problem. Now, I say that, but I always tell people with a caveat, nothing is get rich quick in marketing. If you're, if you're just now doing content marketing, if you're just now mapping out your ideal customer with your USP, it's not like you're going to push out a piece of content today and tomorrow you're going to have like five leads. It doesn't work that way. So I just want to make that little <laughs> disclaimer <Yeah>. here. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate that. No, nothing in life is get rich quick. And the, right. the quicker you figure that out, the better you off you are. Um, how, do you, how do you help clients distribute this content, right? Uh, hey, I, I created this blog or I wrote this piece up. You know, now, now what do I do with it? Yeah, we got a ton of automation tools uh, that, you know, I could send it out to any type of different uh, platforms I want, whether it's a, a, with my blog, Google My Business page, Facebook, you know, Twitter, doesn't matter. It'll format, formulate it into the format that you want, even, even, even YouTube. So it can actually turn a video and, and just make it like in a still photo and have it in a video format because sometimes people don't have time to actually watch the video. They'll listen to it, yeah. but they don't have time, time to watch it or whatever. So we can do it that way as well. Um, so, but, it, but it's all done through automation. One of the things that you have to do as a local business these days, you have to invest in automation. Think about how best you can do what you're doing now but more efficiently. Yeah, no, that's a, that makes a lot of sense. Try try to outsource, uh, you know, the lower end, or or use a software or an automation tool to do the work that takes time. That's just mundane, so you can better focus it on what you do best. We call cool. that uh, we call that highest and best use at our company. And uh, are right. you are you doing the highest and best use thing that you could be doing, or should mm-hmm. you outsource it, or should you? delegate it, you know, how should you be doing that? And uh, for most business owners, it should not be posting and sending it everywhere. There's definitely better options for that. Right. Right. So in in today's marketplace, uh, what can small businesses do to survive this COVID error that we now live in? And there's no specific end date in in mind yet. (laughs) Yeah, that's the hard thing. Um, good question. So it, it, it really depends on the industry, but you have to come up. Everyone has, I don't care what kind of business you're in. Everyone has something else that can be done, say online. Um, you know, like, uh, I, actually, I was talking to you, you said you were doing all this stuff, uh, you know, in your studio. Now everything is you've pivoted and you went online. You figured that out. Uh, that the court system, I was talking to one of my clients as an attorney, court system was 100%. I think they're trickling back in now. But during the high day of, of COVID, they were, they were actually trying cases online. That's yeah. amazing. I, I would have never thought that's happening. But you, as a small business, as a local business, you have to come up with something that, that, uh, that you need to keep your doors open. Uh, I had a massage envy that was shut down for many months and we worked with them and we, we came up with a product, uh, a, a quick little landing page of 
e-commerce site that sold, sold massage oils and she was selling like, well, she was giving free classes of how to give your mate a massage if you, you know, if you, how to do it while COVID. And, and, you know, that was free. And then she was selling the oils. It was, it was, it was an ingenious thing, but that's a way of pivoting. So you got to come up with something. There is always something in your business model that you can do virtually. I don't care what kind of business you are. Yeah, I, I agree. And in that example of the massage envy, I mean, just staying relevant, right? What's yeah. the value? I, I, I'm sure she she definitely wasn't, or the business owner definitely wasn't making the same amount by selling the oils, but no it way. allowed them to stay relevant with their customer base, give away some education for free. So yeah. that way, when things do open back up, hey, I wanted to go see them again. That's a, that's a great, that's a great, uh, I love that. And I got to tell you what happened with her, the difference between what happened with her and another massage envy that I, that I also did business with who totally just went dormant is she, when they reopened, because now they have masks and they have to reopen with gloves and all that. They have, you know, they have some um, restrictions. Yep. However, she actually gained more clients because she was out there selling them people who didn't know when they opened, they said, hey, I got to get a massage for you. I mean, those oils are great and stuff. You see? Yeah. Because she stayed real. Okay. In the beginning, she wasn't making anything because selling those oils was not going to cut the rent. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. But she gained new clients, new monthly clients. New, you know, so it's uh, it was it was great. It was a win-win for everybody. I love that. I, I, I said at the beginning of the, the, the pandemic and COVID era that the companies that invest in marketing now while everybody is being scared uh, yeah. and, and, and pivot as the word is right. And, and try to find something else. That's the exact result they were going to get. And it's, yeah. I love that you have that, that experience with one of your customers. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. So Frank, I understand you wrote a book. Tell us about that. And, uh, who does it help? Yeah. So it's uh seven steps to recession proof in your business. Um, it's, uh, it, it's actually, you could have used it now, but, uh, <laughs> exactly. The timing is it, perfect. <laughs> yeah. I, I, this is the, actually the second revision of it. I wrote the, the first one was written in 2017. This one was written, you know, I, I released it in 2020 and January of 2020. So right before COVID hit, but it, it's, um, it's a book that's geared towards local businesses like attorneys, uh, home improvement companies, roofers, et cetera, et cetera, that tells you how basically everything we talked about today on this on this show, how you can do that uh, and stay always on top top of mind of your competitor. It gives you seven steps. Uh, and the reason why I wrote it, to be honest with you, is because I started my business in 2007. Yeah. And you all know what happened in 2008. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I managed to stay afloat. Uh, so I, I, it's, it's written from, from experience. And you know, I was able to continue marketing my business. And I'm telling you, if, if everyone would listen to those quick seven steps, it's not a huge read you will succeed. And, you know, it's, uh, uh, I'm sure that, you know, that you can get it for free off of my website, except for shipping, but uh, I only ship to the States though. I don't ship outside. All right. We'll, we'll make sure we link to wherever it is. We'll get that from you after the show and put it in the show notes to link back to that. Uh, I love that. uh, I mean, you're almost predicting the future in January, 2020. Um, but no, I, I've also heard that some of the best times to start a business is like when you did in 2007, um, 2008, yeah. 2009. And, 
and really kind of help and elevate from there. So good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I guess final question I have for you, Frank, is what does the future of digital marketing look like? I mean, I think a lot of people are uh, aware, but maybe haven't even played around with TikTok. That's been making the news a lot recently. (laughs) And with their sale to uh, Oracle, looks like it may go through here. But uh, it always seems like there's a new platform, there's a new channel, there's a new way to shoot a video. Uh, What does the future of digital marketing look like? To be honest, it, it, it's very strong. It's very, very strong in terms of, I think, uh, pretty soon the traditional, and not that the traditional marketing is bad or it's dead or ever going to die, but it's slowly but surely diminishing more and more in everyone's focus on digital marketing, which is going to create havoc. And the advice I have for the people out there who are going to dip their toe into digital marketing for the first time, don't get distracted by all the hype and all the noise. Focus on one thing that resonates with you the most and take it from there because there's so many different tools. Like you just said, TikTok, there's uh, I mean, back in the day was Snapchat and that, that, that went away. Now it's TikTok. Who knows what it's going to be next year? You know, maybe, maybe they're going to come up with a COVID app or something like that. (laughs) And that's going to be the hot app. But irrespective of that, Forget about the noise. Find out where your audience hangs out the most. It could be on Google. It could be on Instagram. It could be on Facebook. It doesn't really matter. Find out where that is and focus on that. You can, you can add everything else later. Figure out, but because if you try to figure out all these platforms all at once, you're going to go crazy. I love it. I love it. Where is your audience? What platform are they on? Go to that yeah. platform, master it, and produce master. content for that platform figure everything else out later. I love it. So I do have to say that Frank has his own podcast, which hopefully I can get on. I haven't been on many myself as guests. (laughs) I think I did get the invite before we started uh, going live here. Yeah. But um, Frank's podcast is called Marketing Solutions for Local Mm -hmm. Businesses. If you've liked this topic with Frank and you want to learn more, I'm sure he's talking about it on that podcast. And uh, Frank's located right here in New Jersey. I believe it's Fanwood, New Jersey, Frank. That's correct. Awesome. And we will uh, make sure we link to Frank's website. He's got a whole team built out over there from content writers to website designers. Uh, It was really a pleasure of going on there and checking it out and researching Mm -hmm. Frank. Frank, thank you so much for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. And you you got to come on the show too. I I I definitely want to hear about your business. Awesome. All right, Frank, have a good day, man. Hey, you do the same. Take care.